to Grace Point Church podcast, we proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Pastor Fidel Nyekuri. Pastor Fidel is the associate pastor at Grace Point Church. Hello, hello. This is Tafakari Tuesday, and this is the last episode on this series of Guarding the Heart, which I began a few weeks ago. I'll read from Proverbs 4, 23. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. We need to work diligently in guarding our hearts. Today we finish off that section we did last week on the seasons or when we need to pay careful attention on keeping our hearts. We need to pay careful attention on keeping our hearts. We looked, looked at the, five, the first six seasons and now six more seasons when we need to even pay more careful attention in guiding our hearts. Again, this is from the material of the book, Keeping the Heart by John Flavel. Here's number seven, adding on from last week. When receiving injuries and abuse from men, when receiving injuries and abuse from men, in a season when receiving injuries, abuse from men, you need to guard your heart. You see, both good and evil people will hurt us. And that's a reality. Because all of us are sinners. We are sinful beings. We'll hurt one another. And in the midst of heart, it's easy to seek revenge. It's easy to even wish and pray destruction of those people of course that hurt to us. Or think of how we can teach them a lesson. But in the midst of all these injuries or abuse we receive from other men, Remember, even the best of men are at best men. And we ourselves are not just victims, but also in one way or another, at some point, we have been perpetrators or we are going to be perpetrators in a short while. And we shouldn't place so much hopes on people then. In the midst of all these abuses, injuries that we may receive from people, our hopes should be on the one. Jesus Christ, who endured such persecution from men, we need to look on him. And we shouldn't let bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness rule us because that can be a big thing. We need to guard our hearts against bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness when receiving injuries or abuse from men. Number eight, when we meet with great trials, when we meet with great trials, in a time of trial, in a time of deep, intense trial, we often crumble into hasty decisions and sinful passions. In a season of great trials, we need to remember by whose hand these trials have come. We need to remember the goodness of God himself. We need to see our own helplessness and cast ourselves upon God. You know, Him alone is able to take us through the trial that we are going through. Let's not rush into decisions or things that go against His will. But be there, enduring such pain, persecution, going through those difficulties, trials, as we look to Him. And it is him who said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly. In a time of trials, guard your heart. Look on Jesus. Number nine, in the hour of temptation, 
the hour of temptation we'll be tempted we'll be tempted and as james says temptations come as a result of those desires and the cravings we have and they give birth and they become something else if you're not careful to be even a bigger thing you know how that analogy is given of a dog when you're feeding a dog very you know a puppy it's a small then it keeps growing you keep feeding it keep feeding it becomes so big and big until the end it destroys you and that's how temptations work trials cravings desires oh sorry desires cravings and then at some point if we are not careful they will finish us it's presented to us as a little pleasure to enjoy a momentary pleasure to enjoy it presented to us you know this is in secret do it in secret no one is watching itself for you to do it it will come to us as you know being advantageous like we will be of advantage when we do it will be better off than someone else when we do it at that moment or perhaps it come to us as like you know this is just a small sin this is a small thing after all just god god and i'll just repent no god will just forgive me or even I compare myself with others and say oh yeah i'm i'm stronger than this person you know or looking at them and saying that person if they are better off than me they are a pastor and they did that ah who am i mean mtu kawaida tu friend in a time of temptation guard your heart and the easiest way you can do that is pray that prayer that the lord taught us lead us not into temptation because you will be tempted pray that you will not be led into temptation but that you will be delivered from the evil one number 10 when to guard the heart guard the heart in a time of doubting and spiritual darkness in a time of doubting and spiritual darkness the reality is there will be times whereby because of sin or other circumstances the believer may feel like god is so far away even start doubting whether he loves you you doubt whether even the church is real you know there'll be a time of doubt despair discouragement disillusionment oh friend this is a time when all hope is gone and a dark cloud looms over one's heart this is a season in life and in this season cry to god guard your heart from becoming an enemy of god guard your heart from becoming angry with god guard your heart from becoming atheistic and living as if and making decisions as if there is no god in a time of this let's even let us even draw near to god rather than turning away from him because his love has not changed guard your heart in that season number 11 when sufferings for religion are laid upon us when sufferings for religion are laid upon us as a christian there will be times when the suffering will be laid upon us to suffer just because we are christians there will be persecution there will be a time when we are called to suffer for our faith in the midst of this the temptation is for us to try first of all to do everything to avoid that suffering to avoid that persecution or to do everything to try and just end that in that moment and that's a time when many people will bribe their way in 
or others will say, oh, I don't know this Jesus, just to get out of that uh, suffering they are in. But we need to remember this. The Lord Jesus himself, he faced suffering, intense suffering, and he prayed to the Father, take away this cup from me. But that prayer, that prayer did not end there. He said, but not my will be done, but yours be done. And we need to be praying and seeking God's will in the midst of suffering. What is the Lord teaching us? What is the Lord doing on us and in us? And as the writer of Hebrews says, consider him who endured such hostility from men. You know that even for us, in our struggle, we haven't resisted to the point of shedding of blood. When sufferings come upon you because of your faith, guard your heart and keep looking to the Lord Jesus. And number 12, which is the last one, when we are warned by sickness that our dissolution is at hand, when sickness is telling us, our time is coming to an end. You see, friends, many of us fear death. We, we fear death and we do everything to avoid death. But for the believer, our approach to death should be this, that one death is harmless to us as believers. Death is harmless. We already died and we reason with the Lord Jesus Christ. Death is harmless to us. It cannot harm the soul. It only harms the flesh. Consider that death is necessary for you to your full enjoyment of God. It's necessary. If Christ has not come, then the only way we get into the presence of God is by us dying. So it's a necessary tool. Consider that happiness of heaven commences immediately after death. You see, when we die as believers, we are taken into the presence of God. We are taken into God's presence. So there's nothing to lose, but even all the more to rejoice that we are coming in God's presence. Number four is that by death, God removes us from trouble and temptation. Can you imagine that? When you're dead, you'll never be tempted, you'll never be troubled, you'll never be tried. It's finished, it's gone. And lastly, what value is staying in Sodom? What value is staying in Sodom? The world we are living in, it's not getting any better. In fact, it's getting worse. It's evil, it's sinful, it's broken, decaying, disintegrating. And so God takes us away from this. But then we're realizing the other side, how much God has saved us from. Friends, through all this, I hope you, you have seen the, the work that is before us, the duty that is before us. We need to guard our hearts. It's our duty as believers to guard our hearts. Let's not be lax. Let's not live as though we don't care. Guard your heart. Dear God, may you help us to guard our hearts from every sinful desires, from every temptation. Keep us. May we live for your glory and be concerned about those things that are heavenly. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Until next time. See you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Grisbane Church Podcast. For more information and past episodes, visit our website, gracepointchurch.org. Please join us again tomorrow for a new episode. Goodbye.